We gather in this uh, Eucharist as we are. Uh, we come uh, with whatever is taking place in our lives right now. And we enter this cathedral. We've had the Word of God uh, proclaimed to us, which has invited us to come into this Eucharist and to begin to open our hearts to the miracle of the love of Jesus Christ and let His love truly touch us and bless us and be with us. We heard that there was a blessing upon Abram in the Old Testament, and it was actually the beginning of the Old Covenant. We heard St. Paul giving us the first recollection of what we're doing now, the Mass. And then we heard the miracle that Jesus performed of the people in that day, which is actually in all four Gospels, so it was really important for the church to remember that the bread and the fish were multiplied to such a point where everybody was satisfied. Notice, satisfied. Didn't say filled. Satisfied. Satisfied. And that's really the invitation for each of us as we open our hearts to the love of Jesus Christ in this Eucharist. And we heard in St. Paul's letter to the Corinthians, and we hear further in each of the Gospels, that this moment that we're celebrating right now was truly the center of the church, where the church came together to celebrate Jesus' life among us, Jesus' suffering among us, Jesus' death on the cross, yes, for us and our sins, but also especially Jesus' resurrection and ascension into heaven. And the Alleluia that we sang is really special to the church because it's John chapter 6. So St. Paul's reading is really the first recollection we have in the early church of this moment that we are gathered John's Gospel, St. John, is the latest one that we have. And John chapter 6 says something really quite profound. It says to us, I am the living bread from heaven, says the Lord. Whoever eats this bread will live forever. Now those words are really meant for us. It's meant for you and me. It's meant to give us hope, but it's also meant to change our lives. It's meant to say to us, there's more here than what we see, and there's actually a gift that's really being offered to each and every one of us. And that's Jesus himself. Because the night in which he was handed over, St. Paul says to us, Jesus gave us this moment for us not only to remember him, but to participate in his love very personally. He wants to come to every single one of us very personally. And as we've entered the church, with whatever's going on in our lives, that's where he wants to meet each one of us. That's where he wants to love each one of us. And so he gives us his body and blood in the form of the bread and the wine. But for us, as church, it is truly His 
body and blood. That's what we celebrate today. Think about that. The body and blood of Jesus, who walked among us, suffered among us, died on the cross, rose from the dead, ascended to heaven, is here in the altar. And as we approach the altar to receive Holy Communion, it truly is a moment in which we are in communion with the living bread that came from heaven, Jesus, and we share in life eternal. Now, I've checked at Walmart. There's no life eternal aisle. No life eternal. It is here that we meet Jesus in his body and his blood. It is here that we meet heaven. It is here that he, his love touches our lives in the way it needs to be touched. Quick story. Uh, two of our young kids uh, in our school uh, were uh, approaching the age of about, about to receive the first Holy Communion age. But their parents didn't go to church. Didn't go to church. And by the way, that's a disease that uh, does exist throughout the entire country. So I'm not getting after that family, particularly. And you probably know some folks that don't go to church. Which means they haven't loved, fallen in love with Jesus in the Eucharist yet. Ah, back to the story. So the two munchkins, about this tall, would go home and say, well, we went to Mass as a school and there's something special there. We want to learn more. And so they asked their parents to contact the teacher, which happened. And then the teacher had the parents begin to teach the kids. And as that took place, the children began to grow in faith. And the parents began to see the love of Jesus Christ through their children. And the little Butchkies eventually got their parents to come to church. And the little Munchkies eventually received First Communion after they made their first confession. And guess who made their confession with them? The parents. And the parents fell in love with Jesus Christ through the kids. Through the kids. What a blessing. That is, what a blessing that is. For each of us, that's really the image that we have in our lives, too. To fall in love with the love of Jesus Christ such that everybody knows it. And to especially fall in love with the love of Jesus Christ in his body and blood. And everybody knows that, especially our families and our children and our grandchildren, that it just explodes out of our lives. Because St. Paul says to us in his letter, every time we do this, we are in remembrance of him. But then St. John says to us, more importantly, and this is what we take to heart, I am the living bread from heaven, says the Lord. Whoever eats this bread will live forever. That's the kind of grace touching each of our lives, wherever we are right now in our lives. That's the kind of grace that comes to us 
when we approach the altar to receive his body and blood. And the minister says, the body of Christ. And we say, Amen. And the minister says, the body of Christ. And we say, Amen. Now I can sit down. <laughs> Let's stand here.